from the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome once again to the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith, host, curator, friend of the Musically Deprived. And if you fit that bill, I have got a great hour lined up. Uh, new tunes from the pains of being pure at heart, Weezer and Damian Rice. Ray LaMontagne is here to talk Supernova, as well as Andrew Bird, who is this week's guest DJ. But to start, all kneel before the purple one. Prince has been slowly rolling out his two new albums, both due out on the 30th, but this week's drop may be the best one yet. Turn it up, this is Funk and Roll on the Weekly Feed. Woo! 
means of being pure at heart are rounding out their 2014 by releasing a deluxe edition of their most recent album, Days of Abandon. It'll feature five additional songs, including that one, Poison Touch, which features the vocals of Jen Goma from the band A Sunny Day in Glasgow. So, we've heard two tracks from the new Weezer album, Everything Will Be Alright in the End, but this newest one might be the first that's really proved Rivers Cuomo's statement of having material reminiscent of Blue and Pinkerton. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gents, the British are coming. It's the weekly feed. Welcome to the first level literati. Our mission is to keep the tradition alive. It's up to us. It's our responsibility. Who else is going to do it? Let's go. 
from Beach Sling. Uh, that track, Dirty Cigarettes, is the latest listen to Cheap Thrills on Dead End Streets, a disc which may just land in my top ten. And another equally fantastic one before that with the well-named Two-Inch Astronaut. Foul Brood is their latest gift to the world. It serves as the title track to a record due out on November 25th. We have got Ray LaMontagne hanging out. That's right. And we'll be talking to him next. And then later, Andrew Bird steps in to take over the controls. So don't move. Hi, this is Jeff Tweedy from Wilco, and you're listening to Kyle Meredith on the Weekly Feed. Eight years since we've had a new record from Damien Rice, but the Irish songwriter has finally come out of hiding to team up with Rick Rubin for the comeback LP, My Favorite Faded Fantasy. The whole album is out November 11th, and your first single is I Don't Want to Change You, right here on the Weekly Feed. Wherever you go, well, I can always follow. this real slow If it's a lot to swallow If you just want to be alone well, I can wait without waiting If you want me to
Ray LaMontagne record is easily one of his most diverse sounding, seeing the hushed folk artist tackle psychedelic and 70s AM pop. And I caught up with him backstage at the Forecastle Festival to get the skinny on his recording. The entire interview is up at theweeklyfeed.org. And right here is a snip. The, the Weekly, weekly Feed. feed. Uh, when, when I first hear Supernova, I think when everyone is concentrating on the psychedelic vibe that you know they hear on the first thing that's so surprising to them, the first thing I got was really the AM radio sound of supernova uh, i've always loved you know the kinks and the trogs the zombies love the zombies um but also moving up a little bit to like nick lowe and elvis costello and yeah. um, early floyd love early floyd it was a conscious effort to sift through stuff that was coming to me so as songs and melodies were coming to me I would immediately say yay or nay, right. you know, which I, yeah, I've never really done that in the past. I would just take what comes as they come and yeah. then try to, you know, whittle it down and make a record out of it. This time I was really consciously sort of turning melodies away, which is scary creatively because they just, you know, you can't make them happen. They sure. just come to you. Yeah. So, um, you know, once Supernova came, which was the first song that, that I wrote for this record, once that happened and I kind of knew 
you know, okay, I want nine more of these, or, or nine more things like this, you know. There's a, there's a couple songs in here. Um, Pick Up a Gun is Angry Ray. Oh, you think so? That song just happened, yeah. you know, which was, again, part of the process. I was just letting these melodies present themselves however they wanted to, and I was trying not to interfere with them, yeah. you know, to shape them in any certain way or make them fit some kind of a, you know, sort of a tried and true um, form, song yeah. form. I just kind of let them happen and tried to get out of the way and just but let the melodies surprised? lead the way. Like surprising well, yourself when that comes in, like, wow, that's, mm, that's... That song was. I, I really just thought it was kind of fun, actually. Yeah. That's why I don't hear the angry part. I just thought it was... It was fun to follow it and see where it, where it went, and it kept shifting keys, which was kind of fun. Yeah, it, well, I guess the other side of it that, that we got was Airwaves. Is this instantly amazing song? Uh, instantly is something new. It's something that I haven't heard before, and it showcases this side of you that I'm not sure we're used to, which is sexiness. Huh. Yeah. The, the whole whisper growl thing. I mean, again, is this you just taking chances? Is you know. Um, Can you tell me a little bit more about that song? Because it, as a super fan of that song, I, I wouldn't mind. Well, it's just, um, actually, when I brought that in, um, it had a slightly different form. It was still very linear. Mm -hmm. And I remember texting Dan and saying, you know, there are two songs that, you know, that, that are sort of, I'm a little concerned about that are, you know, linear. I have a, I have a tendency to write those kind of songs because I like, I like those kind of songs that sit in a groove immediately and just stay there. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, after the fact, after I make the record, you know, a year or two years down the road, I can listen to it and say, oh, I wish I'd tweaked that a little bit. Yeah, right. So Airwaves is a song that Dan really helped, um, really by just changing in uh, a major chord into a minor chord. And that was it? That made and the that's all it took. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Which I argued with him about. <laughs> you know, which, which I argued with him about for pr probably half a day. Yeah. You know. And at some point Because you, I, was yeah. saying, I was saying no minor chords on this record, Dan. Oh. Not a single, you'll notice, not a single minor chord on this record. And he's like, you're retarded. <laughs> you're so retarded. That's backstage at Forecastle, Ray LaMontagne. There's much more of that interview at theweeklyfee.org, and we'll do another one from his Supernova album. This is Julia.
the weekly feed. from Peter, Bjorn, and John on a solo run with The Odyssey on the weekly feed. It's a very meta song that is a part of his latest Broken Swinglish, Volume 2. And before that, if you remember back in the early 2000s, there was a band called Exploding Hearts. They suffered a horrible van accident, killing three of its members. 
It's taken a long time, but the two surviving members, Terry Six and King Louie Bangston, have teamed up to form Terry and Louie. That was their debut single, I'm Looking for a Heart. Much more to come on the weekly feed, including a guest DJ session from Andrew Bird and a new cut from Paul Smith and Peter Bruce. The weekly feed. Feed. feed.
called Sales. Great song, getting it on right here on the weekly feed. Time to turn it over to Sean Cannon, who is Andrew Bird, talking about a band that's important to him. The weekly feed. After almost 20 years doing the solo thing, did it take you this long to do a Handsome Family cover album? Why did it take me this long? That's a good question. I mean, I make it sound like that was your plan from the very beginning, but, uh, you know, it's what, you're uh, 10 records deep now? Yeah. Yeah, I've never really done a, a full cover record. That's not, I wouldn't even call it a cover record. I've been doing these songs so long, they feel like they're mine. Um, and I just wanted to put them all in one place and do them all in one session to have the cohesive yeah. thing instead of one here and there. And... Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's really liberating to do someone else's songs, especially someone that's that important to me. Yeah, it seems like they've definitely, and I guess part of it's because of True Detective. Right. They're they're uh, pretty zeitgeisty these days, mm-hmm. so it's really nice to see them getting their due. Exactly. I mean, they've been at it longer than I have. It's. I mean, I guess it, you know, it just seemed like an interesting choice because I know that you're a fan. I, you know, I've I've seen you cover their songs before. Right. But again, when you, it's one thing when you put. A cover song on a record it's another thing when you take someone else's music and say this is what i want uh, i have this is what i want my latest right. statement to be you know what i mean well i i was i wanted to present it like uh you know imagine you don't know a lot of people don't know still don't know who the handsome family are imagine you don't know who i am what if just someone popped out of nowhere with these songs um because that's how i try to take their songs there's no point in doing doing them in sort of a similar style right. that they do them. I like to try to expose them to a whole different audience. Um, and maybe, you know, goth country is not your thing. So, um, but then what I find is that you, you get past the the stylistic stuff that's in on the surface. There's some of the best songs written in the last 30 years, I think. I mean, they're... They're right up there with Leonard Cohen, Cohen and mm-hmm. John Prine and Towns Van Zandt. I mean, they're really great American songwriting, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess that, and that's the thing that fascinates me about them, because aesthetically, they're so particular and mm-hmm. peculiar. And I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. But, and a lot of times it's hard for people to marry aesthetics and songcraft. Exactly, it, it, When yeah. it's like that heavy, when it feels like you're just vamping all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's what's fascinating, especially about hearing, you know, your interpretation of those is not like I didn't think the songs were good. Yeah. But you really do see, like, this is the heart of it. Uh-huh. It's not the stuff they dress it up with, although that's a big part of what they do. Yeah, yeah. So that's what was interesting is to see when you can see that a song stands on its own. Yeah, exactly. You know, when it's like a when you have kids and they grow up and they no. become their own person. Yeah, you you totally get it. <laughs> I, and I hope more people get it too, you know, cuz it's just it, this songs in this sort of category are are rare. Feed. And here's one of those rare songs that Andrew Bird was talking about right now on the weekly feed. It's The Handsome Family with the theme to True Detective, although it's been around a lot longer than that. It's Far From Any Road. Dusty Mesa, her looming shadow grows, hidden in the branches of the poison creoso. She twines her spines up slowly to 
wyszło Satin grubby city marble Clean words like silk Laces and hosiery Warm memorial Champagne bucket full of plastic gold Man sat on some ledges me Flipping his mobile phone Maybe he's waiting for a call A fist reaches out at me Conversation. He ropes her back and they walk down the hill out of sight, exiting Hyde Park Tower. Hypnotizing little track there. That's Paul Smith and Peter Brewis with Exiting Hyde Park Towers here on the weekly feed. Now, the two come from well-known indie acts, Maximal Park and Field Music, but have joined forces to make the record Frozen by Sight, which will drop November 11th, thinking this one's really going to be a gem. Hey, 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 that's it for us today, but we got lots going on off-air over at theweeklyfeed.org. Head there, you'll hear more episodes, interviews, and videos. And speaking of videos, our video feed series plays weekly on Salon.com, this week featuring Ray LaMontagne. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacey Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost is the technical engineer. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. You can find Sean Cannon over at SoundCloud at FPK After Dark, where you can hear more of his interview with Andrew Bird. We get extra assistance from WFPK's Laura Shine. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week when we'll be looking back at the best of Q3 Till then, be good.